Friends, welcome to the Monday show live again. The first show, well, the second show, third show. It's the third show of uh, 2022, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I guess it is the third one, right? Time's flying. They all blend together. Like the first the, yeah, they all blend together after the 14 hour marathon. <laughs> 11 right. hours and 55 minutes well so so youtube says fuckers yeah well think about this i was yeah. i feel bad because i and uh, uh this is kind of a preemptive and you'll be hearing this pretty soon over there on anchor but i just put the four episodes on there and so the last thing they hear is me and eric talking about wes being asleep and uh how amazing <laughs> eric's group is and the qtc and then nice. all of a sudden it just cut off and people are like what happened like where's the awards bro <laughs> <laughs> you might you might yep. drop it boom yeah <laughs> and it would have been it would have been so for those of you who don't know what we're talking about we we did the uh the 2021 show to start the year off on new year's day uh might i say probably the most epic vr podcast of all time over uh 100 games to give away you know 50 plus awards 14 hour live stream but what no one told us was that YouTube puts a, a 12 hour limit on the DVR function. So they cut the last two hours off with the game of the year and all the biggest awards got cut right off of the end of the show, gone forever out into the ether. And uh, unfortunately um, the best part of the 2021 show was cut out. And, you know, as roots is alluding to here, I, there was about a 20 minute span coming out of the last intermission that I was late coming back from because I was, asleep in this chair right here and uh <laughs> by the way it looks from where the video cut off like nobody knows if i ever came back like i could be dead for all people know um so th that's what the monday show today is all about and i mean it's about a couple of things one we're going to rectify that we're going to go through all of those awards that got cut off at the end uh we're going to uh, name the second chance uh award winners we've got what 15, 20 people here that, that have game keys coming to them. So that's excitement. Um, most importantly, though, we're getting back on the horse. Like, we've had a nice break. We haven't been doing weekly since uh, the first week of December. Uh, it's time, guys. It's time for us to get back on the horse, start making content again, and uh, take this channel to the next level, just like VR is about to go to the next level in 2022 yeah it's a hard horse to get back on actually and uh you know i i i, I was gonna ask you eric um not that anything has to do with the horse but i uh, see alex vr in the uh the chat and you got to go to oh the after party how was that you you met skiva alex uh sweeviver like dude i i didn't know you got to meet sweeviver what the hell bro you didn't tell me about that yeah martin man he's a, a really good dude and you know what uh, alex and skiva are they're probably the two nicest guys besides you guys of course oh hey they're probably the two nicest guys i've ever met man we just had i mean and, and you know how it is with with you know with friends in vr it's like you know each other so when you see each other in real life you're just like you know you're instantly just want to give somebody a hug and just say hey man it's just good to you know be in the same room with somebody especially when you know that it's such a cool person. So, yeah, I saw Alex at the uh, Be Haptics booth, which was freaking mob, by the way. Mm. Um, they had such a great show there. And, uh, yeah, and then between realities, Alex and Skiba, they did a, on Friday night, they did, like, a content creator meetup, which is amazing, man. It was, like, Thrill Seeker was there and Fia and 
you know, um, David Feeney from from uh, Upload VR, probably one of the smartest guys I that I've ever met, and uh, and I listened I listened to all his stuff. He was there, and on and uh, and Alex was there, and his wife and Skiva and um, and Z Storm from Z Storm Gaming's uh, gaming, and uh, just all great people. Um, Jasmine VR, you know, all great people that you know I've been in touch with now, and you know, you know, we've become friends now that I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be looking for all their content. So yeah, our community, our VR community is, uh, is not real big and all the people that are in it are all amazing people, man. It's just so cool. Oh, that's awesome. well, I've kind of, I've kind of talked about this before, you know, on social media with other people, we're all kind of like, at least at this point, you know, we've all been kind of driving toward the same goal for years at this point, And that is pushing VR into the mainstream making this something that has legs, a, a technology that's going to see its potential in the next decade. And we've all kind of been, you know, in our own little pockets, in our own little worlds. And obviously we have our friends and then we have other content creators that we know of. And then we might not be personal friends with, but, you know, we all kind of, it's a small bubble. We all kind of know who we each other are. Um, but it's kind of like a family dynamic, right? We're all kind of like brothers in this uh in the same pursuit kind of all working together at, toward the same goal so when you when you do go to an event like this and you meet people who, who you might not have ever had any kind of personal contact with before but you are familiar with their content it's it's almost like you already know them right yeah absolutely and spry guy wants to know the most important <laughs> question here eric how yeah, tall she... how tall is skiva holy moly dude I'm six four, and I was looking up at him like this, dude. Seriously, <laughs> he has got to be like six eight. Oh my god, he's probably almost wow. seven feet tall. Alex could probably tell you better than me, but it's funny though because Alex is short. So when you see the two of them together, <laughs> it, it, is, it is funny, man. But yeah, uh, yeah, How Skiva cool. is just, and I know, and which was great. You know, Alex was very very busy with the B haptics, so I really only got a chance to spend any, you know, um, you know, quality time with him at the uh, at the after party on Friday, but. Um, myself and Skiva and uh, Zach from Z Storm Gaming, who's a big fan of yours, by the way, Roots. Um, oh, hey. We 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 basically and uh, and then uh, um, Danny Ray Lay uh, and uh, and um, Vivian and Jasmine BR. We actually we actually walked the show together, so it was nice. Oh, and, you know, they cool. kind of like because they all knew each other, so they kind of took me in a little bit because I didn't know anybody there really, and they uh, they allowed me to go walk the show with them, so I wasn't basically you know walking the show by myself the whole time. So yeah, just so that really was uh, like uh, Vivian cho uh you know i think it could be she's a um she's a in esports um commentator oh, and okay. she, did, uh, she did some she does some youtube stuff as well i don't know her last name but uh, yeah really yeah, really, I think really cool I, uh, that's yeah, cool she's in my twitter feed i'm pretty sure yeah 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 man that sounds awesome sounds like a great time uh, i'm glad you got to experience it i'm glad you're back healthy hmm. you know you know you never know when you go to these uh, big convention centers what you're going to uh run into so i'm glad that uh that everything went off as well as it did um let's talk a little bit about the, the tech and you don't have to go over every little uh you know gadget that you came across but i'm sure there was probably a few things there that specifically impressed you right yeah um well you know we the xtall does the xtall 3 was there which is that it's a headset that looks like the pimax basically it's the it's the really really wide headset um, I got a chance to try that and, uh, they had that with like a, uh, like a real 
you know, cockpit flight simulator, like one of the big, big, huge flight simulators where you actually sit in a cockpit and you have a real, you know, uh, moving uh, cockpit like you would in a, in a plane. And uh, so I got a chance to, to do that. I got a chance to interview the uh, the CEO and the founder of um, of uh, VR Engineers um, is the company. And uh, and they were just really cool, man. The, the, that headset is amazing. I mean, you're talking $8,000 for the headset, but man, you know, the Pimax has a tendency to roll on the edges because it's so wide, but they, the, the, whatever they did, they actually make their own lenses. Um, Xtal does they actually, cause they couldn't find any lenses that work for them. So he was talking about how they actually went out and they actually made their own lenses and whatever they do, there's no, you know, the, the, the FOV is so wide, but there's no rolling at the edges, edges that you think you would see and that you do see with, uh, with some of the Pimax models that I've tried. So yeah, I was super in, impressed with Xtal. They were, they were pretty amazing. You're gonna spend eight grand. Yeah. Did you tell your wife? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to sell a kidney, man. Um, you know, I'd like what, to see what, what kind of uh, rig they had that thing hooked up to. Oh yeah, oh, man. Yeah, I got some pictures. I'll send you guys. It's just, it's crazy. Uh, you know, I got some pictures of some of their. You know, they had like banks of computers and stuff like that because they were running like three or four different motion flight simulators. Play, you know, plus the big, huge cockpit one. So you had like three different, four different experiences that you could do with the Pimax or with the, uh, with the X-Tall in there. So it was just, it was amazing, man. It was, it was crazy. They had one of the cooler booths there and they had like, you know, you're probably looking at about a 50% capacity as normal. So, you know, the, most of the time when you went to a booth, you could get in, you could talk to somebody, you could try something out. That booth and the like, the B haptics boost was one of the only only ones that you had to stop and you had to wait and get in line for. Mm. Um, most everything else you could walk up and get into. You know, uh, the Yaw two, which was another cool thing. That was the one that uh, you had to kind of wait for because people were into that too a lot. Did you did you um, you didn't have to wait for B haptics though, right? You know, somebody on the inside there. You like got you uh, right in there. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's Mash Daddy. Cool, bring him in. No, it's no. like bring him right <laughs> up to the front in front of everybody. <laughs> cut him in there. Well, I did try their, their haptic gloves that they have come and be haptics. And uh, mm. that was one of their biggest things they were showing. They were showing their haptic, glo- haptic gloves and they have two, they had two applications they were doing with it. They were doing the, uh, the hand physics lab um, and they were doing unplugged with the, with the gloves. And man, it's super cool, man. I mean, they need more applications to do it, do it with. But I mean, when you're playing unplugged and you can have, you know, the feedback and in, in, in all your fingers, all five fingers, uh, you get you feel like, you know, you get a, like a resonance from the guitar when you're playing the guitar. That was pretty amazing. And then the hand physics lab, you know, you're not getting any force feedback out of it. It's just rumble feature. But, um, you know, it definitely gives you some tactile feedback when you're touching things and grabbing things like um, they had a they had a, a demo in that inside that hand physics lab where you can actually grab like a lightning bolt and do like the, like the emperor does in star Wars and like shoot lightning out of your hands. And uh, that felt pretty cool, man. I bet that's kind of the next frontier for VR immersion, right? Like you're, you're trying to immerse people through the five senses and obviously taste and smell. You kind of want to avoid at least to some extent. So that, that leaves, uh, that leaves touch. And uh, I think that was uh, on full display this past week at CES, not only through the use of, uh, you know, haptic suits and haptic gloves, but, I mean, there was a lot of electro stimulation type stuff, right, uh, with with the Tesla suit. And then there was another company there. What was it? Uh, o- Oreo? O- Owo? Something it, like that? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's, it's O-W-O. I think it's pronounced like Uo or Uo, something like that. It's Yeah, but O-W-O was the name of the company. Sorry, guys. Um but yeah, they're in the name of the company, and um, 
they had a haptic shirt um that was pretty cool and uh you know it was it was it was sense it was uh it was it was muscle stimulation not like a rumble like you would get out of the vest so basically you know you had to have it touch your skin so it was weird there's not a vest that you can pull over like the haptics vest this is something you have to take your shirt off and you have to basically put this on and it had like sticky sensors it was had 12 sensors inside and um you know and you would like peel the paper off the sensors each time you would, you'd have to get in and out of it and uh it was a you know it's a cool idea i just it's you know friction you know i mean if you had to do that every yeah. time man it's just gonna be tough to do you know it sounds no, like not... sounds like one of those uh things for uh rehabilitation when you get in an accident and you have to put those nodes on to they tweak your muscles and if you because i've had them i think it was, was it you last night I, i'm you were saying something about like if they turn it up too far past 50 percent, it could hurt people right i'm assuming because i know those things really start to do weird stuff if they uh tweak it too much they wouldn't run it anywhere past 50 percent there at the show and people were like oh you know like kind of like they could feel it in the ribs you know what i mean because it's like a, you guys have seen like a tens machine right you know where yeah, it's that's like exactly that, what it is that's it's what this tens is unit yep it's yeah. tens unit that uh but you know the shirt is super lightweight it fits like uh like a compression shirt and it like has a zipper up the middle they had all different sizes for you to try and uh it was super cool man and and i didn't try the tesla suit because the tesla suit was actually not on the floor um it was at like a private showing and um i actually came to do the live show uh either with you guys or my live show one of them so i i got invited to do it but i ended up having to do the live show so i didn't go but skiva and Z and z storm did go and uh i saw them the next morning and they were and z storm had just gotten out of the uh the oo and he's like this this is exactly like the the um the tesla suit he's like it's it's on par with it so you're talking thirteen thousand mm. for a Tesla suit, and this shirt's like four or five hundred bucks. Oh wow! Right. It's going to be something that's relegated to the enthusiast space. Obviously, uh, this isn't something that's practical for for mass production consumer use. Uh, but it's it's cool to see people out there pushing the line, and I, I kind of feel like at least for the next couple of years, that's going to be kind of the PCVR uh, role, right? Push the line, and. Um, you know, speaking of pushing the line, we're going to talk a little bit more about PlayStation VR uh, in a moment. But there's one more thing I wanted to touch on because I don't know if you got to see this or not. But I was watching uh, Brad Lynch's feed this week on uh, Twitter, and you know, we we've talked a few times on this uh, program about what's next, what comes after VR, and you know, we we've always said that if we don't go straight to digital hallucination through BCIs then the next thing's going to be holograms. And we've talked, again, we've talked a couple of times about, uh, this is something I've kind of kept up with off and on through the years, the state of hologram technology. And it's come a long way. It, it makes leaps and bounds every, every year. Uh, but this year, for the first time, through Brad's feed, uh, I saw midair holograms that are interactive. Like there was a keypad and picture that right up, at, you know, floating in midair that he could operational keypad. And I've never seen that before. That's a first for me. And, and to see that, you know, at CES means that it's pretty close to being able to go into mass production if it gets funded correctly. Uh, did you get to see this, use it, uh, or are you at all familiar with what I'm talking about? I'm not sure which one you're talking about. There are several um 
um, augmented reality headsets or glasses at the show. So I'm not sure which ones you were talking about. There was no. um, several several high performance. This is a you're, you're talking. This was no glasses. This was just no glasses hologram. Mm -hmm. I did not. I, I did, did not. See I did that. read about it myself, but I didn't see it. Obviously, I wasn't there. But I saw <clears> what yeah, you were talking about. Wes. Yeah, I definitely did not see that. That sounds amazing. I, no, I'm gonna have to go watch. Uh, sadly, it's Bradley to check that out because I didn't hear even hear anything about that. Um, but uh, yep. yeah, there was T TLC um, has has um, they have AR glasses coming that uh, are going to be pretty amazing. I'm really looking forward to what they have coming um, this this coming year. And there was probably about two or three others. Uh, Panasonic had something. Um, Samsung had something, and um, there was a couple smaller companies that had glasses as well. But uh, what you're talking about is like next level, man. Yeah, well, I, I've, you know, again, we've talked about it before. I've seen hologra holographic displays before, and typically the, the best ones that I've seen have been achieved by using some sort of, uh, you know, light projection off of a, a certain type of gas uh, or, or maybe even like a, a vapor, like liquid droplets with, with light projecting off of it. But um, those are you can't touch them you can't get close to them especially the ones that are gas-based like you can't touch that stuff it's extremely toxic um this is the first time that i've ever seen one you know and, and i have seen interactive holograms before too i should say that typically they're they're encased in glass though like you can't touch them you can touch the glass and, and interact with it but you can't put your hand into the the mm. floating image this was like a glass panel with a image floating in front of it and fully interactive it was amazing like I, I couldn't believe it uh it, it's light years ahead of anything that i've seen in my uh you know my casual following of the uh technology i, I remember the article i was reading actually about this uh i don't know if it was that exact technology but disney is just did a bunch of patents for um holographic technology new stuff um and this is going to be bringing it into their parks and so may it may be this kind of stuff now mash i did you get to see sophia the ai robot that's saying really no. creepy stuff oh yeah she was there man no. she said some weird stuff again she, you know, every time they every time they talk to her she gets she they she keeps creeping more and more towards like ai needs to to do something about this human problem in some form or fashion i think it's very interesting well she's supposed to learn every time she talks to somebody right so yeah. every conversation she has makes her smarter until she skynet and kills us all mm. oh my god <laughs> dude if anybody i i do you think that there's anybody that's like trying to keep carmack from talking to her i would because i think if she picks his brain we're fucked um she's gonna learn a lot so. well i think i think we're cool as long as they don't like because the way these ai work is through uh they learn through through the data that they're fed so if they're feeding like fox news and cnn and all this <laughs> bullshit fake news into their that thing it's going to have this warped uh perception of reality and it's yep. probably going to want to kill us all so hopefully uh she's jacked straight into the internet and, and, and reading it all so that at least uh, as she learns, she's getting the, the whole picture. Yeah. Yeah. No selective. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, obviously a lot of cool little bits and bobs and gadgets on the floor at CES. But I mean, the, the headline obviously coming out of the event was the presence of the rock star himself, right? Jim Ryan making a, a, a 10 minute appearance basically to kick off 2022 by putting VR in everyone's mind. And I, I think 
that this uh, that his presence alone kind of shows us that this is probably the year for Sony VR. This is uh, the year that they're going to make their move on what they consider to be next gen VR. And we said it a week ago when we talked to you from Las Vegas that really the the next move, their next reveal is going to kind of be determined by how the larger gaming and tech media uh, receive the initial reveal. And, you know, here we sit a week later, and I got to say, I think that it's being received very well, that most of the major mainstream gaming sites and tech sites seem to be blown away by this spec sheet. Uh, Apparently, uh, a lot of those people must not... uh, subscribe to psvr without parole because our friends (laughs) over there leaked this spec sheet six months ago uh but nonetheless i'm really enjoying the enthusiasm out of most of the gaming and tech community here yeah i mean that's what i was saying too i mean like there's a lot of people like ah we didn't learn anything new but we again we just talked about it. we have such a small circle Mm. that really know you know i mean like we know we know we've known for you know what how many months now the specs we we've known we've seen the orb controllers we've seen all this we know all this but most everybody else that's that's not us that's not people that you know that consume this content all the time don't know and so this was big news um to nine probably 90 percent of the people that were there and um i felt nothing the whole entire show that came anywhere close to the intensity and to the the electricity that was in the room and what everybody was talking about were directly after that press conference um, uh, that, that rivaled the Sony show, man, everything, everything basically fed off of the Sony show after that, everything was like, yeah, but did you see the Sony show or yeah, but did you hear about the PlayStation two VR? Um, so yeah, while, while it wasn't really big news for us, it was big news, man. Yeah. But is there an yeah. SD memory card with the PS VR two is what tech uh, wants to know. I don't even know where that question comes from tech. I, there may, maybe I don't I don't know that we would know that yet. That's such a, a very um, random thing to throw out there. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm not, not sure it. we would need an SD card uh, as it isn't a standalone, or at least they haven't revealed it to be any kind of a standalone headset at this point. Uh, tethered to the PSVR by a single USB-C cable, mm. uh, which obviously has its disadvantages and its advantages. Right? Uh, obviously, the disadvantage is going to come to those people who really um the, you know the quest 2 generation that are used to just walking around wherever they want and playing vr uh a lot of those people are making a big deal out of this tether and mm. to those people i would say um you don't quite understand yet the step up in quality of software that you're going to get it's not just a cable for the sake of having a cable it's a cable for the sake of being able to provide the most profound experience that we've seen ever in VR today. And and it's not just the cable, obviously, that's going to provide that. It's the advanced haptics. It's the eye tracking. It's all the, the, the complete package. 4K HDR OLED panels in this thing. Uh, it's truly an impressive piece of hardware. And um, those of you who are kind of dwelling on that uh, tethered factor, uh, I would... Uh, I would urge you to just wait until you get the thing on your face before passing judgment on it. Well, I would equate it with like people coming from cartridge to, to disc and they're like, what do you mean you don't have a cartridge? It's gonna, you're going to put it on that fucking disc? I got to fit all that on there. You know, I, I don't know, man. It's it's a very weird thing. I, I feel like um, like you don't understand that. 
Uh, just the the amount of AAA get flat games I've been playing in this last year, I get so excited because I want that level of game, and I and most of the games in VR that you're going to get on that portable quest, with the except, exception of Resident Evil Four, maybe Shadowgate, and like some. I mean, we're getting there more where there's getting more and more depth, but it's not the same level. You're it. it I don't think people understand Wes the 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 jump of of everything, and not just fidelity gameplay the 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 AAA companies making these the the horizon game that ever everybody wanted i just feel like i'm in bizarro world i guess it's one more thing in 2022 that's upside down and people are so confused i see it so clearly i've opened my window and the day is bright and sunny and people are still looking through fog and they don't understand what's happening i don't i just don't i'm confused I just find it yeah. funny that it sounds like nobody nobody used a cord before play, uh, Quest 2. I mean, <laughs> we've, been, we've, been, we've been using, for VR, we've been using cords for seven years, for God's sakes, you know, before that. So I, it's, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, I love my Quest 2. I love being, you know, not tethered when I need to be not tethered. But I also want the best quality I can. So sometimes I tether because I want that best quality. And guess what? It's not that fucking big of a deal, people. Just put the fucking cord on and fucking do what you'd normally do. You know, I've never seen anybody bitch and complain about things so much over one damn cord that we've all dealt with for years. It's not been that big of a deal. There's no breakout box. There's no big fucking thing that you got to put down here. <laughs> it's not It's not all over the place like it was with the original PlayStation VR. You're going to have one fucking USB-C cable to the headset, people. Relax. Take a breath. Use your Quest 2 for the cord for the non-tethered when you want to. And then when you want AAA, great games, plug into the freaking PSVR and mm. be happy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. And, and for a lot. couple of things. Oh, I, I, I completely concur with everything you just said and the sentiment. Uh, a couple of things. First, it, it is a two-way street, too. Uh, I, I wouldn't be honest here if I didn't say that uh, not it's not just the, uh, the wireless crew kind of underestimating the capabilities of the next-gen PlayStation VR. Um, but it goes both ways, too. The PSVR crew are kind of underselling what Quest 2 is capable of. Uh, obviously, we just dropped the Quest 1 requirement for studios, and we're only just now starting to see mm. what that hardware is capable of. But the, the, Now, with that said, does it, do any of us honestly think that the Quest 2 on its best day is going to achieve anything more than a PC VR game on low settings? No. No, no, that's that's about the best we can hope for from that. Now, obviously, there's going to be another one. 2023, probably going to see Quest 3, and that's going to uh, step up even more. But even at that, uh, I, I'd be surprised to see if, if it's anywhere near the level of quality that, that you're going to be able to produce with the PlayStation 5. And in addition to that, you know, we've already talked about the spec sheet and all these individual technologies, any one of which is going to be kind of a revolution in vr gaming in the hands of a um in the hands of a capable developer for example mm -hmm. eye tracking um you know we've always heard of eye tracking kind of go hand in hand with foveated rendering but sony from day one has been said that the more pro profound use of eye tracking is going to be an interface so th that's where we're going to see this technology shine on PlayStation 5 is being able to interact with these games and these worlds just by looking at things. And, you know, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around what that's going to mean. Uh, and, you know, and I've often given the example of, uh, of uh, 
you know, a potential VR horror game where all sorts of things are going on where you're not looking and, and then you look at them and things change. But even let's take a, a game that's decades old, like Res Infinite. You know, if you play Res Infinite today, it's still one of the more impressive games on VR. It doesn't matter what you're playing it on. If you're playing on Quest or PlayStation or PC, it's beautiful. Uh, some people call it a religious experience. Well, when you play Res Infinite, you have a choice. Uh, of how you want to be able to aim. You can aim with your motion controllers or you can aim with your gaze. And today I prefer to play that gaze base. It's easier for me to play that game aiming with my vision. But in today's VR hardware, what that means is physically moving my head. So I, I imagine this, imagine an, a new version of Res Infinite with three times the enemies coming at you and it's a lot faster but now to aim you just look you just look with your eyes and 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 they're locked in uh, that that ability to just be able to interact with where you're moving your eyeballs is going to speed that experience up and make it so much more intense and that is just one example of a, a game that came out 15 to 20 years ago originally uh, that's not even considering a first-party title from Sony today and what those developers are going to be able to come up with. And that's just one feature on this headset. There's a mm. there's a, a sheet full of features that are all going to be used in conjunction with one another. I'm telling you, this is the next generation of VR. All these people that have been arguing with us in the, uh, in the comments about whether or not we've got to VR 2.0 uh, over the last year to year and a half, well, I don't think anyone's going to be arguing that in a year, that, that PlayStation VR 2 is VR 2.0, the way that everyone has kind of always envisioned it would be. Yeah, but Wolf yeah. Raza says foveated rendering hasn't even been proven to work yet. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell this all. Okay, this, well, that's true, and you've been doing that. This is the thing. Um, Wes, you said the, uh, the, the specs... Um, uh, of the actual rendering is equivalent to the G2, right? It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty close. The, the screens are pretty close in resolution to the G2, but the display technology is far superior. The, the resolution is pretty close to one-to-one, -one, but the difference between having a, an LCD, a low-latency LCD panel and an HDR OLED panel is, is night and day difference. It's not at all going to be the same thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess to be fair, we're not we're not going to know until we actually have it in our hands. Um, I just right. have faith by playing Returnal and some of the best games I've played have been Sony exclusive this year, and I I don't think um, that they're going to bring anything less than what they brought last time, which is Farpoint, which was phenomenal, one of the best games I've played. Russia Blood, they were limited by the tracking and the controllers, which they're not anymore, and I understand a lot of people because of the way that everything happened. Um, you have a lot of, uh, I guess, questions on whether, you know, how things are going to unroll, but we're not in the first generation. Tech's worried they're going to give you a, a headset without the controllers because they made you pay for them last time. Tech, the controllers came after. Like, it, it, you had to buy the touch controllers for the CV or for the CV1, right? Like, and uh, you yeah. didn't, the second iteration. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it, it, as things unroll, it's it's a different time. It's a different generation. I guarantee you, Tech, I would bet you any amount of money it's included. <laughs> I guarantee it. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah. I think Wes, yeah. I think Wes said it perfectly, man. He, he, you you nailed it. It's like it's funny. Everybody's going to draw their line in the sand. Everybody on the PlayStation side wants to tell everybody that the Quest did nothing, that the, that, that the Quest has not helped VR, PSVR is the only way to go. And then everybody on the Quest side is like, this is the, these specs look like garbage. It's not, it's, it, why does it have a wire? It's going to be not good VR. The controls are going to be bad or whatever. Why can't, I, why can't we just be in the middle? I mean, I understand that not everybody's going to be able to do both. It's okay. But guess what? Enjoy what you have. It's okay. You don't have to draw a line in the sand. And just because you can't do the other thing, doesn't mean it's shit it just means that you can't enjoy it i'm sorry not everybody can but guess what enjoy what you have that's the problem with people today nobody wants to enjoy what they have they want to they want to kick or kill what they don't have right yeah it's, it's console wars 2.0 we've seen this yeah. for years between pc versus console xbox versus playstation this is just the newest iteration of it uh and one more thing before we move on from playstation vr you know, we've already talked about the beefy spec sheet that it has and how next gen it is. But I think another thing that people are underselling is the power of optimization that mm. comes through console development. Um, typically, when we look at spec sheets, we look at them from a very PC centric mindset, meaning we, we look at this, these specs as if, you know, this is a PC VR headset and what uh, you would be able to do if you're able to plug it into a high powered gaming PC. But that's not necessarily how these things translate in the land of, of console. And, and case in point, PlayStation 4, PlayStation VR 1. If you, know, if you had a computer that was built out of the same specs as the original PlayStation 4, and you tried to plug a VR headset into it, it wouldn't even let you boot it up. It'll tell you that, that you're nowhere near what you need to be able to run VR. Yet somehow, Sony is, is still releasing amazing games on that, in 2021 and 2022 and the reason why is is because these people are working on specialized hardware that is made for one purpose and that is to create games and worlds so uh, you know as amazing as the spec sheet is uh it, it's even more amazing than you think it's going to be because they're going to be able to get way more out of this hardware than mm. you think that they're going to be able to do that was exactly so, my uh, point what i was trying to say last time um i didn't come out the set didn't come out the way that you just said it but it's exactly what i was saying the uh if the, if the hardware today on my ps5 runs that well and looks that good imagine how good the 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 new hardware is going to look with the ps5 pushing it it's going to be amazing and you know so I, all we can do is is wait and um and the people the haters cannot get either one mm -hmm. i think you're losing out i think you're missing out you know th this is the reality the people that say i'm only getting the playstation vr2 well you're going to probably miss out on gta san andreas which you're going to tell yourself you don't care about which is fine i understand it and the people on the other end you're going to miss out on horizon maybe well probably spider-man maybe even gta 5 um in vr full vr so it, it is what it is i want call of duty in vr i want it yeah as it is i i know a lot of people are going to freak out about this um i want the hybrid i'm really pushing i want both bring both types of games give give me the same i want the same experience i have playing flat i want to be in it but i want to use the exact same controller the same controls everything same thing for returnal returnal I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. Um, Wes and I were talking about it. We both agree. I want to play it third person, and I want to play it with a controller as it is. I don't want to play it in first person. I, I want a mode, and I want to try it, but I, I really enjoy the game as it is. 
and um, I've been blown away by Resident Evil 2 in VR, and I've been playing third person, and it's phenomenal, and I don't want to play first person. So I, it's weird that everybody wants to go on one side or the other playing both. So, Yeah, and that's the cool thing about that RE2 mod is it just goes to show you the, the potential and the possibility, right? Because you can play it either way. Like, you can play it as a legit third-person game as it was designed, or you can play it in first-person VR, and it seems like, like it was made for, for first-person VR. It's crazy, man. And this is from two dudes who, right. who cracked the engine, right? They didn't even have, like, the source code and stuff and an intimate knowledge of it. Um, RE7, guys. RE7 is going to be with us within three months, and I guarantee it you it's going to have full motion controls in it. That's nuts. That'll be cool. And you know what's even cooler is, you know, I, as we're talking about RE2, I wanted to just start gushing and talking about different stuff. But we're going to be talking about that on Wednesday, right? As we talk about uh, RE2 and the Horizon mod um, and kicking off mod month. So. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's a good call because we do have about an hour left uh, to run down these award winners and these giveaway winners. So we should probably move on from PlayStation VR 2. With that said... Tune in on Wednesday. We are going to uh, pick back up with our regular schedule. So Strangers in the Night this Wednesday. We are kicking it off with Mod Month as we have been promoting for the last six weeks or so. So uh, as Root said, we're going to deep dive on the RE2 mod and we're going to check out the Horizon Zero Dawn VR mod as well as, uh, you know, one of the things, one of the big bombshells that Sony dropped this past week was, you know, a game that we've been reporting on for years at this point from Fire Sprite Games, the uh, New Horizon title. Anyway, with that said, uh, why don't we name some winners, some award winners, some giveaway winners. Let's get into the meat and taters of the show, and let's kick it off purely coincidentally by what my uh, my T-shirt here alludes to with the Yellow Submarine Award. And the Yellow Submarine Award was for the non-gaming uh, experience of the year. So this is for... Uh, VR applications that were not specifically uh, games. And um, we had a few strong um, nominees. Obviously, Baba Yaga, I thought was really good. I liked how that specific story experience had multiple endings. It was interactive. There were some things that you could do to influence your environment and the story. Multiple endings, really well done, uh, yet not the winner. Um, Maloka, which is something that has gained a lot of popularity in the Q2C community, got a lot of votes in our poll that we put up. Um, but uh, we felt like that the winner was pretty clear in this one category. Um, I think Bioloom might be the best non-gaming VR experience that I've had ever. And uh, it's only been out for about, what, six weeks now? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was blown away by just the, not only the I mean just everything about this thing. It looked phenomenal, right? And it was super cool. Yeah, and I think it yes. goes it, it goes to say that we all three of us enjoy these things. So I mean, you know, it. So when we pick one that we really really liked, I mean, it's because we we like doing these things. I go I'll go out of my way to do these experiences, and I think both you guys will too. So that we picked Biolum just tells you how much it really blew us away. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and just to be clear for those of you new to our process here, um, uh, 
is our our awards are not pure viewers choice awards i know like psvr without parole they put it up to a vote and whoever the people pick that's the winner that's kind of not what we do here um we meet with the uh patreon members when we have a meeting and we vote if the vote is anywhere close at all then we go to the polls and the polls kind of decide it uh but in this case it really wasn't close like biolum was the best thing that we did in this category this year uh the 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 um production values super high it was interactive uh and the story super creepy and and really gripping so well done uh to, to these people that made this uh you know this is just one of a as you can see laundry list of awards that uh, that they got for this thing and it's all well deserved yeah, yeah sure absolutely uh wolveraza says i thought eight was done already he's talking about the resident evil eight um uh, it's released already it's not in its final state so it's kind of an early access release if you will seven and eight uh, they're available. You can play them right now. Don't do um, it. But they're not finished. They're a little janky. There's no uh, Y-axis. I would suggest... It, the Y-axis right. is not locked, and I, I couldn't get my head to not be tilted, and so I I, I, I noped out quick. Yeah, I didn't even try. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait till they say it's good, and then I'm going to play it. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to play completely through Resident Evil 2 and 3, mm -hmm. and uh, by, by the time I get through all that, I'm sure that... Uh, Seven and eight will be ready to go, dude. As I'm playing through two, I'm thinking this game was made for Wes, man. That game, yeah, so man. that game is so amazing. What do you guys think? I, you're better than me that you get got to play Resident <laughs> Evil two all week while I was in Vegas. Yeah, Eric. You know <laughs> what, uh, Eric? I was thinking about you. Wes and I were talking about you, and we were thinking, uh, this man legitimately thinks that he is better than us. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you were in <laughs> Vegas, bro. Right, yeah. right. We had, you know, I was in uh, Raccoon City in my headset, but Eric was out on the floor rubbing elbows with bigwigs like Skiva and uh, Alex. Mm -hmm. oh, that's yep. a tough choice, though. What if you had to choose? You're like, you can get one or the other. You can go play VR or you can go hang out with cool people. <laughs> see, uh -huh. see Roots, legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, moving along, App Lab, Game of the Year, another tightly contested um category and if you guys watch the 2021 show at all you, you understand what a year for vr 2021 was almost every category was tight man like almost all of them and this no exception uh nominees included uh i never know how to pronounce this daedalus daedalus it was a it was a popular oculus go game that got ported into quest and now is a popular quest game uh, Winlands, phenomenal on Quest, absolutely amazing, uh, even better than playing it on PC or PC, PSVR, in my opinion. Um, Squingle, uh, one of the biggest surprises of the year for me, uh, an absolutely unique, uh, high-quality uh, psychedelic puzzle game. Um, highly recommend Squingle. Operation Warcade, obviously an oldie but a goodie, hit App Lab this year, and uh, very good representation of it on there. Uh, but at the end of the day, there was only really one of these games that I went back to time and time and time again, and that was Arcade. Arcade was a, an amazing retro arcade style uh, shoot 'em up, and uh, I mean this this is kind of an early access game, a work in progress. But even as it stands today, uh, an amazing game and and definitely worth anyone's time, whether you're playing it on Quest or on PC. Yeah, talk about feeling like you got pulled into an arcade game, right? This is literally that. 
It's cool. Hundred percent, and and um, consequently, uh, a lot of votes came in on this one on the poll. Um, had we had to go to that, but we didn't. We all kind of agreed on this one. Yeah, yeah. This was super cool, man. And then you know, and we, I think we talked about it on the show um, how great the developers are, man. They you know, they were like in our chat uh, of, of the virtual the uh, strangers in the night show that that we did that night and talked about it, and they were like super responsive to all the you know, the small criticisms that we had and, you know, they're actively working on it and they just came out with like last week or 10 days ago or so of like their dual pistol upgrade. So, you know, uh, how do you ask for more than that when the developer is like, you know, super interested in what you have to hear, you have to say about it and then they go actively fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Super cool. And uh, cool enough to actually um, give us a, a few keys to give away, which we gave away some on the day, but we do actually have another copy in the second chance giveaway so why don't we name some award winners here we've got about i don't know 20 to 25 different award winners here so uh in about three different segments here we're, we're going to just go right down the line and name some of these awards um again th these are people who entered the second chance giveaway by leaving a comment on the 2021 show that said hashtag giveaway and then listed out the games that they wanted to enter the giveaways for my wife handled the uh the, the drawings uh using the same te technique that we do using the random.org random number generator but she went out through each individual game listed every entrant gave everybody a number and did an individual drawing for every game wow. so big thanks to the wife for putting in all that work um michelle's the best for all of you for all of you out there who kind of tried to take shortcuts to enter, uh, you know, she didn't ask me about it, but I can't say that I disagree. She kind of kicked those ones out. Like certain people just went down there and obviously pasted their, their wish list. And then there were other people that instead of listing the games, just kind of said, give away everything or give away Oculus and, and expected to get entered in that, you know, without watching the show. Right. Mm. Um, so she kicked those out and I can't say that I disagree with mm. her. Had we allowed those people to be entered into these giveaways, then it wouldn't have been fair to everyone else who did what we asked them to do. Right. Right. So, uh, you yeah. know, my apologies if, if you did that. Um, but again, I, I can't disagree I, with her, uh, her thinking on that. I don't apologize at all. If you did that, you weren't listening. You didn't pay attention to the directions. You just failed the task, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is the thing I that was funny. Cause I saw with Michelle's comment about that. And I totally laughed out loud in real life because I was leave. She said something about, it's the wish list. So I went and I looked at the comments and that's what it was. It was like the, the, the best of the best VR games. I want the walking dead. I want this game. I want that game. Well, you know, maybe they were there the for room the VR. VR, the room VR. Maybe they were there for the room VR se segment. I don't know. Um, but, uh, which again, mash, you were so cool to give away two copies of that game. That's awesome. What game? <laughs> <laughs> which game was that? The room. <laughs> The room VR, VR with the game, dude. Dude, Wes, your wife is just killer, man. She I mean, is. She did she all is. that she's work. Awesome. You know what? She's she's quickly become like you know one of the most active moderators that I have in in the uh, in the Q2C group too. I mean, she's just she's awesome, really. And then she's got to put up with you doing all this ninety, you know, taking ninety percent of your life doing this. So 
what a, yeah, what a great, what a great awesome. lady. She, she's awesome. Yeah. She tries to help out where she can. She, you know, you guys kind of understand I'm a little hands-on with this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of take on most of the, the, the workload myself, but she, she really tries to find things that she can help with. And uh, I appreciate that. So if you're watching, honey, thank you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. She's out there. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, anyway, let, let's talk about arcade since we, we did start on that. We did have a copy of that to give away. And I'm happy to announce that the winner of arcade is Ben F. So congratulations, hmm. Ben. Yes. On, uh, on winning the copy of arcade, by the way, guys, it, to claim your prizes, send me a, um, a, uh, a direct message in discord. I probably won't get back to you tonight. I got to work directly after the show. Uh, but tomorrow I will send you your game key. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about fract. We had a copy of fract. Now I do believe that this is an EU copy of fract. I think the NA uh, copy got claimed during the, uh, the live giveaway. So if you don't have a European account, um, let's talk about it. We'll find something else for you that, that works on your platform. I'm sure we can come up with something for you. Uh, but if you do have a European account on your PlayStation, Ashes to Ashes, you won the copy of Fract, and it's the deluxe edition too, so it's got all the little extra bells and whistles awesome. with it. Courtesy, yeah, courtesy of our friends at Endream and uh, Jimmy over there. By the way, Jimmy uh, just hit his one-year anniversary of uh, working in the games industry, so nice. congrats to, uh, to our friend at Jimmy at Endreams. That guy's living the dream, man. He, he's... Uh, a new father. He's working for one of the top VR companies in the world. Um, awesome. I mean, that, that, that guy's winning. That guy's winning. So uh, congrats to uh, Jimmy Bowers over there in dreams. Yeah. Um, Blair Witch. You know, I love I love our friends at Blue Team, man. They, they they treat us like like we're something. Like they really do. You know, our, our friends at Blue Team sent me an email this morning. I haven't got back to them yet. But obviously, Blue Team, uh, Blair Witch VR won our horror game award. Um, what was it we called it? The, uh, the Metamucil Award. Yeah, they, they <laughs> the won, they won the Metamucil Award. They 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 wrote me this morning to ask me if I have a sticker or a banner or something for that award so that they can put it up on the website for the game, like that they won <laughs> our, our our horror game award. So uh, the Metamucil gonna... Award. <laughs> Good, good thing we didn't we call did. the shit your pants award we did it <laughs> yeah for real but uh i'm probably gonna make something for them it probably won't say the metamucil award on it but uh uh love blue team they were uh, you know as far as like um keys uh, they like more than doubled the next highest key total they gave us to give away like we had so many copies of blair witch to give away that we gave away three live and then we're giving another three away right now again platform of your choice although um quest is limited quest is limited i think we might have one quest winner so uh you'll get platforming of your choice in this order so uh kyle kitchings you got first pop man um second winner second winner mark caldwell congratulations mark and then third all you are is history so you three win a copy of Blair Witch wow. VR on any platform of your choice, you know, with that little caveat that I've only got one copy of, of Quest that we can give mm. away. And then beyond that, you have to choose um, PSVR, Oculus Rift, or Steam VR. So. Mm. 
three awesome, supportive dudes of all VR content. All all you are in history is like all I see them on every uh, every you know podcast. You know whether it's PSVR without parole or here or you know with me. Uh, same thing for Kyle and uh, and Mark. All good dudes. Yep. Yeah, congratulations, Congrats. guys, and, and thank you for. I mean, most of these people stuck through that fourteen-hour monstrosity of uh, of a podcast, and you know, twenty twenty show has kind of you know achieved meme status over last year for being almost eight hours. Mm-hmm. And like that, that just seems like a walk in the park now, don't it? Yeah, we doubled it almost, pretty close to double. Yeah. And and Wes literally said, and we after the show, he said, "We're not doing this again." And, it, and it, but if we do, it's going to be for charity. So that's, yeah, yeah, it, that's where I say yeah, it's next, probably going to go. Twenty four hours. Yeah, I'm calling it right ne- now. Next time hours. we break twelve hours, guys, it will be for charity. We will be taking, uh, you know, sponsorships and donations like per hour or whatever, um, because that was it was too much. <laughs> it was too much. Uh, this year, if I'm falling asleep on an intermission, then we probably should have went off the air already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, we to be uh, honest, we did these um, pre-recorded segments with Gamertag VR and Brian Paul, two great content creators, fairly high-profile guys with unique perspectives on VR, and the conversations were both two hours plus, and there was like nothing I wanted to cut out of it. Like I didn't want to cut any of it out. So, I mean, if you're starting off building on four plus hours of pre-record, it's going to be a long stream. It's going to be a long, long stream. So it just kind of was what it was. Yeah. They needed to be there. They were so good, man. They needed, it needed to stay and almost in the entire, in their entirety. They were that good. Yep. Yep. Um, Beanstalker, Beanstalker. We, we have a copy of Beanstalker to go away. The winner of that one, EV man versus gas. So, uh, congratulations, Bro, uh, you shouldn't even have to hit me up. I think we've got an <laughs> open thread in nice. uh, in Discord because he won live. He won live the other day, so yeah. uh, we'll, I'll just go ahead and send you your key tomorrow. Uh, if I don't, if you don't hear from me in a day or two, I forgot. Hit me up, but uh, uh, I should just be able to remember and uh, send you yours. Uh, same goes for VR Spry Guy, who is the winner of Demio. So uh, congratulations, Spry Guy. Um, now it's your lucky day, Spry Guy, because we had a Quest copy and a Steam copy. Uh, the only unclaimed uh, live giveaway prize from the 2021 show was Demio. So you get your choice, bro. You get your choice. You you can have your platform choice, and then if the dude who won live on the uh, 2021 show ever does decide to say something to me, I'll uh, I'll let him have whatever you don't choose. Yeah, we need um, this guy. This guy. He he won, wins Demio at the very end of our show, and um, he doesn't claim it. A couple of days later, he joins the Discord. I notice I see his name in the uh, in the welcome. So I, I I say you know hello. I send him a DM. Hey bro, what's up? Nothing. Guy doesn't say a word back to me. So hey, you know, okay, <laughs> your, your loss is VR Spry Guy's gain. So Hell yeah. uh, congrats, Spry Guy. Oh. You was get it your choice? Was it Bugnish sixty six? It was Bugnish. I do believe that is correct, sir. Yes, and he said that was me. He's right there. Oh, He's Bugnish. here. <laughs> What's up, Bugnish? <laughs> He's calling you out. Bro, what? What are the? Why don't you talk to me? Yeah, Bugnish. What do you think? You're better than West Bugnish. You think you're better than me? Well, let, let me ask you, Bugnish. If you have your your platform choice, uh, what are you playing on? What what platform do you play your VR on? 
my guess is Spry Guy would pick uh, Steam anyway. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, and and Boognish probably doesn't have, you know, most of these new, new reviewers are, are quest only anyway. Um, yeah. So you guys work it out. <laughs> no, don't, no, don't work it out. Well, I'll work it out with you. Uh, we have one of each. Hopefully we can, uh, we can come to an amicable conclusion, but Boognish in, in all, uh, that's awesome. I'll do respect. I, I did try to uh, reach out to you there. Oh, he says he would uh, rather but, have it on steam. Oh, so Boognish wants steam. All right. Uh, Spry guy, do you have any uh, any objection to taking the Oculus copy? I do believe that it is um, cross buy, so you it can. Is. I mean, well, he's got a quest now. Two anyway, quest two now. Oh, that's right. I forgot he got his quest two. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. yep. We need to yep. get in there, so, Spry I mean, guy. We need to get in there and hang out and play. We need to do like a a demio night. Radio yeah. run. Anyway, I'll, I'll hit you guys up privately. Um, but Boognish, you are going to have to get your uh, your Discord stuff straightened out. Otherwise, we're going to have to do it through email or something something weird. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, congrats to the both of you. I'm, I'm glad. Again, Boognish was the only one that didn't get their key, so I'm glad that he showed up today. Uh, to, he probably uh, didn't know. He was probably waiting for the stream to get it. You could have had it a week ago, Boognish, man. You've well, been he was waiting, in the bro. chat. We shouted him. He was in the chat when we shouted him out as the winner. I don't know how he could not know. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, Rio Spraga says, I guess I get the Oculus version. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you know you want the Oculus version. Stop well, this it. is the come good on, news. You, yeah, come it's on. It's two man. versions. It's two copies. Come man. on, two right? You can double, yeah. double the pleasure, bud. Yep. And and if you really want to play it in Steam VR, you can revive it, bro. You can that, revive it. That's true. Like I play shit on Revive all the time, and it works perfectly. So, uh, Onakazi is Onakazi around? Onakazi is the winner of Larsonauts on uh, Oculus Quest. Congratulations, Onakazi! I have not seen Onakazi uh, uh, tonight at all. I have not either. Probably asleep. Oh. We are kind of late. That's true. Um, and then last but not least for this segment, uh, Arashi Castles of Sin. Uh, awesome shinobi stealth shinobi game on uh playstation vr winner of that one is warmark uh congrats warmark on uh on winning a great game i love warmark uh king chase 29 wants to know he says can you tell kelman can you tell me what the stream is about well it's about virtual about reality VR, it's about vr we love vr we love to talk about vr if you're talking about this specific stream it's a recap of uh the end of the uh, 2021 show and we are giving away keys that people have already entered um for the giveaway so it's about three best friends we're, yes we're uh yeah, that's right <laughs> three best friends two of which are rather humble and then another one who legitimately thinks this man legitimately us. thinks that he is better than us we'll let you decide which one is the, the better <laughs> I'm not sure which drop I like better now. I think they're both super good. But... I think they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, no, we're we're talking about the best VR games of 2021. That's what this stream is all about. And with that in mind, we move on to the Oculus Quest game of the year. Uh, not an easy choice here. Just banger after banger after banger after banger. Um, Radio Runt showed up to the Patreon meetup, uh, you know, where we chose the winners. And the basically the only reason that he wanted to even show up was so he could say that Demio is the Oculus Quest game of the year. His vote went to Demio. A lot of votes 
went to DMEO and certainly um, a worthy nominee. Um, I don't know if any other game, uh, well, maybe one other, had quite a large, as large of a profile. Really no other games over the course of the whole year had quite the profile that DMEO had. DMEO came out to a, a massive critical acclaim and has been supported with numerous free uh, story DLCs that have been added into it. Um, an amazing party game, probably the best party game VR has ever seen, and uh, a great nominee for Quest Game of the Year. Yep, best game of uh, Quest 2 of 2021, Radio Run says. Eh, it's definitely one of them, for sure. This is my thing. It, it, uh, like They did three complete... I mean, you could have taken the, the game as it came out, and that they could have ran with that. And it would have been very, very successful, and I would have respected it. But instead, they put out two completely new um, expansions, stories, and then they now they just added a whole different uh, um, character, right? So I don't know. I'm really blown away by this game, and it is definitely one of my favorite party games for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mark Caldwell, they added the bard, right? Yeah. Oh, who doesn't love the bard? Yeah. I was gonna say, Mark Caldwell says, uh, after you announce this one, I want to hear each of your three of you three tell us your personal pick for Quest sure. Game of the Year. We can sure. Do and this was not an easy one. This is one that we had to like. We debated this for probably over thirty minutes, didn't we? Yeah. Before we came to a consensus, and at the end, we did come to a consensus, but there was a, a bit of a sticking point here, and we'll we'll explain in a moment. Um. Next might be my favorite VR game I played all year. Sniper Elite VR I recently uh, completed. Uh, absolutely love it. If if someone would have asked me a year ago to explain my perfect uh, first-person, single-player, story-driven shooter campaign, I would have I would have described something very similar-looking to what Sniper Elite VR was. There was. Um, you know, big sprawling maps. It was a long, long campaign. There was great storytelling in it. Beautiful graphics on every platform. Great gameplay on every platform. And um, a, a, an array of weapons, that, which allowed you to kind of play it your own way. If you wanted to be gung-ho and go and blast the enemies in the face, you could. Uh, but for me, the real joy in this game was being stealthy, being the sniper as you're supposed to be, and trying to make it, through the, the the maps killing entire battalions of enemies without them ever really knowing what's happening uh that was where the magic of this game was for me high tension situations and uh you know every now and then you do get caught and you do have to fight your way out but that's kind of the fun of it right yeah absolutely amazing amazing game yeah it was really good it's nice to be able to play it different ways man it's just you know you could you could run and gun this game you could do it and you could have a good time doing it man you could play it for for scores, you know, you could play you could play it for leaderboard, you could play it stealthily like West did. I mean, they gave you everything. Yeah. I had, this game had a lot going for it uh the way the Sanction Sanders did last year because, you know, it's a versatile game that that you know, adapts well to different play styles. Uh it's great across all platforms. This was very close not only to being the quest game of the year, it was close to, to being game of the year in, in all of these categories. Like, you know, on every platform and then overall, Sniper Elite VR, it, it might be the best all-around VR game that we got this year. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah probably definitely the best. I would say probably had to be the best multi-plat game, right? The, the game that launched yeah. on every platform was probably the best, I would say. Well, well I mean, Try and think yes, of what else. probably. 
Probably, but Song in the Smoke uh, represented mm. itself well uh, across all platforms. You know, as uh, you know, similar as the different versions of Sniper Elite were, the the different versions of Song in the Smoke were almost indistinguishable. Like th- this game is beautiful. It's beautiful on Quest. It's beautiful on PC. It's beautiful on uh, PlayStation. And um, you know. I think really the only thing that held Song of the Smoke back, and we talked about it some with Brian, was the accessibility. This is not a casual gamer's VR game. This is a hardcore game, and uh, it's a game for hardcore gamers. Now, with that said, one of the most beautiful worlds, most immersive games I've ever played, that's why I like it. I'm not a survival game type of person, but this world, this mythos, this uh, exploration that's going on in this game, uh, was so good that it made me uh, want to, you know, deal with the survival elements of it, and um, that that was just as uh, apparent on Oculus Quest as it was on any other platform. Absolutely. Uh, Ashes to Ashes wants to know what uh, game she won. I can't remember. Well, uh, Ashes to Ashes won uh, Fract, but Fract. if unless I'm unless I'm mistaken, Fract uh, the Fract key we have. It, left is the european key so mm. if you don't have a european key account and you don't want to set one up which you can do pretty easily um we'll, we'll find another prize for you i've got other keys and stuff um uh, we can find something else for you if you would rather do that but you were the winner of frack so yep. congrats i would set up anyway, an uh, i would set up a european account just to play that game yeah it's only three hours yeah, I have a European account um, just for that specific purpose because sometimes I would win European keys, and uh, you basically just have to uh, put in a, a you know set up a PlayStation account like you normally would, put in a, a like a, a, a an address from uh, you know Great Britain or someplace you know, and it'll set you up uh, appropriately. I don't know if I like the way, the weather of Great Britain enough to use the address. I got to put some somewhere a little bit more sunny. <laughs> You're not going to live there, Roots. Come on. But it's yeah, frack, but... bro. Yeah. <laughs> true. True. Anyway, uh, Song and Smoke, uh, again, a very um, deserving nominee. Uh, I think the only thing that held it back was the uh, intensity of uh, the gameplay and the complexity to advance in the later levels. Um, you got to be dedicated, bro. And uh, I think that if it's going to be a game of the year, like if it's going to win the game of the year, then it needs to kind of appeal to the everyman a little bit more than this game did. Yep. I agree. Which brings us to uh, after the fall, which is kind of the polar opposite, right? This is like super casual, super casual game, super addictive. Like uh, people still playing this on a daily day in and day out basis at my house. I think my son's even in the next room right now playing it. Um, yeah, this game pretty much took over our December, right? Like we couldn't stop playing it. Yeah, yeah, I think CES is the only thing that dropped, took Eric away, right? Yeah, pretty much, man. I've been missing it all. I've been missing it all week, man. I can't. I want to get back in soon. Tarkov first, but then dude, it's so freaking frustrating. That this is a, this game is a tale of two uh, two ends of the emotion spectrum for me. Either I get in this game and I have a blast, like great time. Or I get out of it and I want to break my fucking headset because I'm so frustrated that we should have won that boss battle. People are coming up with these super, um, like, uh, like 
weird tactics that are very time consuming, carrying all these mm. fucking piles of items and you invest all this time for stuff you really don't use until the boss fight. Anyway, you carry it from the front room all the way to the last, and then you end up getting killed over some dumb shit. And then you say, all right, we can't go out like that. So you do it again and you, you invest the same time into the same tactics, doing it all over again. And then you get killed again. And I tell you, man, that is not fun. <laughs> that is so frustrating. Yeah, it can be very frustrating. And that's a lot of work. Carrying the stuff back and forth is a lot of work, especially in that last level. There's, I mean, yeah. it's kind of a pain in the ass. It's a big pain in the ass. Like, it's like picking up sticks. It's the equivalent of picking up sticks in Song of the Smoke to me. <laughs> yeah. We should probably just do this as our review game for Wednesday because this is probably the only thing I'm really going to play. <laughs> <laughs> i played some yesterday and what we, we kicked it back to uh to veteran because my son was joining and he's mm. new to the game and uh we smashed it bro it's not even like challenging at all like you just run through it on veteran but you you move it up one spot to master and now all of a sudden it's like friggin' impossible so yep. um and nightmare we're not going to talk about <laughs> we, had, we had to we had to uh come up with some weird tactics just to get out of the first wave on on the last uh highest difficulty it's like impossible it's crazy so fun though so fun though i want to i want to i just want to get in i want to get all those freaking cool upgrades man Ruth, remember that gun that one guy had when we were testing my stream out that was cool i want that gun i I gotta do whatever i gotta do to get that gun i'm gonna play it for another 100 hours that's crazy i don't know about that but i'm I'm certainly down for another couple dozen uh hours if you want to uh run it we we need to uh i, I, I need think... more gold discs i need i need some more gold discs so <laughs> uh, i'm i'm yeah. down to jump back in here and there i'm thinking your stream this week may have to be uh us playing uh after the fall, after the fall. yeah perhaps perhaps yeah. it will be <laughs> i'll stay uh, up for that i'll stay up for that stay one. For... i think um thomas mcnostril is correct he says only 29 non 28 likes Come on, man. Come on, man. Well, I added the man. He said, guys. Yeah. But come on, guys. What are you doing? Hell yeah. Get on yeah, it. For real. Like, come on. You don't like? You're not like? You're just here for the free <laughs> stuff, bro? Yeah. Alex VR says, after the fall is so much fun. I've been missing it. Um, yeah, I've had a nice break from it. I, I'm not going to lie. After we uh, took the boss out, um, it, I was good for a while. But now I'm starting to get to the point where I want to pick it back up a little bit. It is fun um, with friends. And that's the, that's kind of the thing here. Do you judge it based on the game itself? Or do you, do you judge it like the whole package? And really, this more than the game, which is an amazing game, don't get me wrong, it's about the social experience here. It's about hanging with the people that you love and, uh, and not having to kill each other for a change. That's so big. We always ask for co-op gameplay in like pretty much every game that comes out wouldn't it be great if it were co-op well here's one that is totally built around that concept uh and while it might be a little light on the uh on the actual content in the game um it does it it checks off a lot of firsts for uh vr co-op so uh definitely probably more than any of the other games this is the one we're going to be talking about in a year from now still playing a year from now yeah absolutely well i mean if you do if you do like 20 you know down the road maybe they add however many maps if you can get to like 20 maps then you're you're getting to back for blood 
level right um yeah. i mean yeah. it's just and that's how these kind of games work at least these uh, smaller studios i guess in vr it's smaller um where they just come out and they just keep building and building and building arizona sunshine wasn't as big as it is now and there's a lot of dlc so mm. it's good right yeah i think if they can roughly double the the number of maps that they have in it right now that uh you you won't find very many people complaining about content mm. because i mean dozens of hours we've already spent in just these five maps it's going to be a treat just to get one more you know what i mean yeah absolutely yeah, that's dozens 120 and i didn't play it all last week it's crazy anyway um at the end of the day though this was not the quest game of the year um i think that when we're talking about the oculus quest game of the year we need to talk about the game that started the snowball like we're, we're on such a high right now with all these new vr users because it was such a big deal during the christmas uh shopping season but there's there's a reason why it was on everybody's mind going into the christmas shopping season and that reason was resident evil 4 vr resident evil 4 vr launched um you know at the end of october i think if i'm not mistaken uh or yeah yeah, that's right, or late October. And as we moved into the holiday shopping season, um, VR, Oculus Quest 2 was in everyone's mind and in everyone's mouth. And that's because this game was a big deal for VR. And that just started the snowball, which is still rolling downhill and still getting bigger and bigger by the day. And I, I think that people kind of forget that really the thing that started <laughs> it all was this game right here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nibbleheim says uh, RE4. Yeah, exactly for what just Wes just said. It's not our personal game of the year. If it was, uh, Eric would won. I think Eric was pushing for after the fall. You know what I mean? This was actually one that I was pushing for because of the exact things that Wes just said. There's, It's done so much for VR in and of itself. And if, if a game can blow me away with the way that they, the, the, the uh menu optimization and just being able to you know put everything in your inventory and move it around and slot it like this is vr that's supposed to be impossible when people see games like that like tarkov escape from tarkov people say immediately that would never work you couldn't do the inventory management well re4 blew it blew me away and it's just so good now you might think it's an antiquated game but i i just think it, to me it was the game of the year yeah, for sure. Yeah, for definitely for Oculus Quest, and that's really where uh, this uh, debate got decided. Because obviously, we all love After the Fall. We all spent more time playing After the Fall than any other game this year. But at the end of the day, we're playing on PC. We're not playing this on Oculus Quest, and this is the Oculus Quest game of the year. And when we talk about Oculus Quest game of the year, um, we can't really pretend like the Quest version is the same as the PC version. It's the same and similar in many ways, but it isn't the same thing, right? And, you know, if we didn't have PCs and we were only playing on Quest, I'm sure we'd still love the game, but we probably wouldn't play it quite as much. And when you consider that, and when you consider, again, the profound, profound impact that Resident Evil 4 has had on the VR marketplace as a whole, uh, I think that's kind of what decided this uh, discussion in this category. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and again, we, we said before, this is not, you know, our personal game of the year. You know what I mean? We can't do it that way. We have to think about the big picture. And, uh, 
you know, and, and, and RE4 with the big picture is where it wins because it's not, it was, a, it, it, the two games to them, to me are so similar that if I look at the big picture and I look at what RE4 has done for the quest platform. And again, this is a quest award. You have to take that into consideration. And that's where it edges out after the fall for me. And that's why I fought so hard for after the fall. But when we talked about it, um, that's why I felt comfortable afterwards changing my mind and and uh, and acquiescing to to Western Roots with this one. Yeah, RE4 VR might be the most um, significant. I mean, it's arguable, right? We have half life time, uh, and, and we're still riding that wave. It hasn't stopped yet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think people are probably frustrated and going, "Ah, it's spinning!" Like, what the hell? I just watched mm-hmm. my uh, internet drop for a second there, um, so you guys may or may not. Uh, have heard anything we just said i don't know i think we did i think yeah. they did they can they can scroll back they can scroll back okay. <laughs> uh anyway moving along early access game of the year the early access game of the year um honestly probably just as difficult to decide as any of these categories so many great early access games on steam right now it is nuts and you know any one of these nominees could probably go into full release right now um but none of them are they're all still improving drastically from update to update uh speaking of which legendary tales i mean how many great things did we hear about legendary tales uh after it launched into steam early access but um you know as far as legendary tales goes as great as it was initially, it's been completely overhauled twice now at this point. This game is probably unrecognizable to the experience we had when we played it. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, most of these games are that way, right? They, they've been all bangers. It, well, this really was a hard, hard uh, conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Everslot came out right around that same time period, and for the you know the depth that it lacked next to a game like legendary tales it had the gameplay mechanic down this might be you know one of my favorite top, at least top three game favorite gameplay loops in all of vr this year so fast-paced it was like playing doom with a grappling hook uh i love this fast-paced uh awesome uh vr dungeon crawler and again just like we said for legendary tales just got a huge overhaul of an update with more enemies, more weapons, more environments. There's like three outdoor environments now. Completely different game uh, to what we actually tried when it uh, launched in late June. Yeah, it's so good that, uh, you know, they're working on the skill tree and all that stuff. Like it's it's I, I it's one of the games I'm looking forward to when it's fully fleshed, fledged out. I think it's going to flesh out. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then there's 2076, the Midway Multiverse. Uh, This was probably the surprise of the week when we were putting together the 2021 show because we didn't know this had come in early access yet until we were literally deciding the the winners to the awards. And then we had to like literally shelf awards so that we could go play this and come back and vote. And um, yeah, dude, this this game is easily Ivanovich Games' best work. Still in early access state. Hasn't launched on Quest yet, but is coming. And uh, guys, this game is really, really amazing work. It's such a, a leap in quality from any other of the Ivanovich games. That blew yeah, me away. Yeah, me too, man. I was like shocked. And, you know, this, 
I had no idea that it launched. I mean, we were talking about early access. I mean, we had no clue. We were like, we were in the middle of a show or a stream or something. And somebody's like, yeah, that game, that, that game launched in November. I'm like, what? No, it didn't. <laughs> I, I know I had it on my wish list. Out of nowhere, this thing drops and, you know, you know, immediately I had to buy it immediately. And then Roots jumped into it the next day and he's like, dude, have you tried it yet? It's amazing. And I'm like, no, I have to get in there. I have to try it. And when, when Roots is freaking out and flipping out about a game, I know it's got to be good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I don't worry. I, I have a hard time raving about anything anymore. And uh, like when something blows me away, it, it, I don't know. I just thought that they nailed this retro wise. It was just one of my favorite games. And it, it, what was funny is, a game that wasn't even on the radar for anything any of the it was like a lot of categories this game came up in the conversation um which was crazy right for something we barely even got a chance to get into but it was just that good yeah i was in um, dave station vr's chat last night he was streaming from uh, his nintendo switch and he has this vast catalog of these uh the these shoot 'em up type games these 2d shoot 'em up that this type of game is based on and all i could think the whole time i was watching him go through game to game to game was man when this uh 2076 midway multiverse comes to oculus quest dave is going to fucking love it it's so good it's the it's the the clear evolution of this type of game and it's a legit vr game It, it 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 immerses you the way a vr game should and uh the environments the different gameplay mechanics also well done here and uh you know according to ivanovich surprises and improvements coming when the quest version launches (laughs) so whatever that means uh this game apparently on its way to being better that statement blows me away every time you say it i don't know what the Mm -hmm. hell they could improve or surprise me with now the game is a surprise in in and of itself and you know if i could if i could ask dave station how he felt about nobody knowing about the game coming out and um and I, I think he would feel this way yes it's dave station vr they deserve to die and i hope they burn in hell not literally because <laughs> ivanovich nailed this game but uh I'm, I'm kind of it shocks me it shocks me yeah this is good call Diz. he says dave has a pc and that's right i'd forgotten about that um he should play it it's he should, yeah he should go play the demo go play the, they have a free demo you can play the whole first level i think for free yep yeah, man. Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll send it to him actually. So. Yeah. Good call. Good call, Diz. I forgot he was going to uh, he was going to review Lone Echo with this Lone Echo too, but he was afraid his PC couldn't handle it. So, uh, but he does have one. Well, he can definitely handle this. That's amazing yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, we kind of tried to judge on which early access game uh, was the most complete. You know, not just the most complete, but you know, had the most diverse gameplay loop, the, the widest range of different things going for it, and closest to being a full-fledged version of itself. And at the end of the day, we were absolutely amazed by Beanstalker when we played it earlier this year. Much like Legendary Tales and Everslot, it has received significant updates even since then. New worlds, new, new, new items, new gameplay mechanics, and co-op uh, multiplayer on the way when Beanstalker finally comes out of early access, I mean, we might be talking about this as one of the potential games of the year this year. Yeah, so much depth to this game, right? And that's one of the reasons why I got my vote. It's just so there's so much depth to it, the gameplay. And it's just uh, amazing. And like Wes says, this is the ultimate climbing game. This game does the climb better than the climb. 
Mm-hmm. So. Right, right. This is the best climbing game I've ever played, and, it, and it's because of the other things besides the climbing, like not just climbing. Like you're, you're climbing is just part of it. Like there's so many other things going on, whether it be the the crafting or the enemies, or I mean, there's there's a lot going on with this game. Uh, it's great today. It's only going to get better, and definitely deserves to win early access game of the year. Absolutely. And this is the yeah. thing, man. I don't even. I don't even consider 2076 early access, man. That name game is done, bro. Oh, it's amazing. I yeah, it's I, not think, done. I think it would it would have probably had a better shot, but it was so damn new. We were we were nervous about having any kind of recency bias. I mean, literally, we were, literally we we found about it that was like a day after we were voting, before we were voting. So it was just tough to give it to that. And I think uh, Beanstalk is probably the most polished out of all those games, so it deserves it. Yeah. Well, I remember I was, uh, I literally was whispering mash. I'm like, dude, have you played 2076 yet? I was like, am I, is it recency bias, bro? Cause I just, I was so blown away. I know, I know. Yeah. 2077, uh, or 2076 was, um, really shiny and actually probably seemed the most like a, like a finished, you know, but when you compare the scope of that game versus the scope of any of these other games, like, these other games are trying to do a whole lot more than that game is that's pretty a pretty simple arcade style game versus like these these heavy on vr mechanics you know um very in-depth gameplay uh concepts so uh, we kind of you know gave points for that as well procedurally generated yeah amazing yeah 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 all right anyway uh let's name some more winners uh for the giveaway so some more keys to give out. Um, oh, this is perfect, perfect, perfect. 2076 Midway Multiverse. We had one of those to give away. Oprah's so happy. Mind Jive. Mind Jive, the winner of that one. Congratulations. She is happy. Uh, we had a, mm-hmm. uh, a copy of Contractors. Yeah, Oprah loves it when we do this. A right, uh, copy of Contractors to give away. Congratulations, uh, Nibelheim, Nibelheim, Nibelheim. Hey, all um, right. And Mind Jive's here, too. Look at him. He just, nice. Oh, what's up, Mind Jive? Congrats, bro. You got a great game. 2076 Midway Multiverse. Dude, we, awesome. just, we just raved about it. You got the best game. I'm jealous that you get to play it, probably. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> I only you think it for you're like better two, than um, me? Kenty Poo. Kenty Poo, a winner of Everslot. So oh. congratulations, to Kenty Poo on uh, uh, another awesome early access title uh, that, that's only getting better by the day. Um, floor Plan 2 goes to The Sept. Ooh. The Sept, congratulations, The Sept. Great puzzle game, Floor Plan 2. Yeah. Um, Zombieland. Uh, Zombieland Headshot Fever. Boodnish 66. Boodnish. I love me second some Oh, Boodnish, man. I love Boodnish. I just met him for the first time today. Like, actually met him, met him. And I love you, Boodnish. You're awesome. Dan, he better get Boodnish. his freaking uh, his Discord. Yeah, better get your Discord you in line, bro. games he can pick up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better get your Discord worked out, son. Yeah. You got two great games coming to you. I mean, think about that. Demio and Zombie Land. Yeah. Nice. Oh, shit, man. You better subscribe, bro. You better be subscribe. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Uh, Hussein X is a winner, guys. Hussein what? X won nice. Hinge. Hinge oh, goes to Hussein X. Probably asleep, but uh, congratulations nonetheless. I'm sure he'll watch tomorrow. 
Yep. And, he was here um, earlier. Was he really? The, yep. I didn't see him. He was here in oh. chat earlier. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Yep. The the sap and, says uh, thanks, guys. Cool. Hey, hey, hey! What's up, Sept? I didn't see you there. Thanks. Thanks and for uh, stopping by. Boognish is working on it now. He says. <laughs> nice. I would be cool. cool. Uh, last but not least for this segment, song in the smoke. Nice shark. 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 I love shark, bro. Well, Dude, Hussein. Can... Hussein X says he's here still. Oh yeah. Nice, nice. Congratulations, Hussein X. You get a copy of Hinge. I hope your PC's up to snuff, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, who's who's giving away all those games that are like those great freaking nobody, man? Those are all killer games that everybody should have uh well raza says zombie lamb zombie land he was pleasantly surprised with peeps said it and they were right yeah yeah dude it doesn't look like it's as um engaging as it actually turns out to be once you get into like the the weapon selection and the all of the uh the the abilities and perks that you can uh put on i mean um there's definitely some strategy to it hmm Thomas Mc- yeah. McNostral says, I didn't know we were allowed to win twice. Note to sell for next year. Wes, Wes you should have told people more than the... the I tw- did. <laughs> the t- <laughs> I yeah, Wes said it several times. It was very clear. I only clear. said it like 15 times, bro. Like, <laughs> you can win live, but everybody gets to enter the second chance drawing. It, it doesn't disqualify you when you win in the live chat from entering the comments drawing. So, yeah. Sorry, bro. I did say it a bunch of times. Yeah, some people got to win three times if they were there at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah, because we That's gave true. some away in the early, early. Yep. But you consider that, <clears throat> consider that, guys. It was a fourteen-hour live stream. We did ninety minutes before we went on air, giving away keys in the chat. Hmm. Yeah, twenty-four true. hours, man. We got it next year, no problem. Yeah. Twenty-four hour charity stream. Tech wants to know if anyone won the hoodie. I think this is the wrong stream. You have to tune in, tune in on Thursday for the hoodie. I think. Oh yeah, this is the hottie. So who's the hottie? Is it this- me? This is <laughs> uh, anyway, winding down. Wait. One more thing. Thomas McNostral says, you think I listen to you guys? Well, <laughs> I'll tell I you what. Either, you, you know, I was just thinking, uh, Thomas, Thomas, I think you, you have this opinion, man. I, we have this feeling about you. This man legitimately thinks that he is better than us. Yeah. We think you're better than You, you think you're better than us? <laughs> think you're better than me, bro? Really? You think you're better than me, Thomas McNostrell. You think you're better than me? <laughs> Roy Schwartz says, R.I.P. Bob Saget. I concur 1,000%. Oh, yeah, uh, David stated yeah. last night when I learned that Saget passed on. Dude goes to um, Jacksonville, Florida to uh, resume uh, stand-up comedy. And I'm sure, you know, for a little bit of backstory for you guys, he's very close friends with Norm McDonald who just passed away a few months ago, who was kind of the epitome of a stand up comic. He's a guy who, who does 200. Uh, I'm sorry. Like um, he's on, on 75% of the year. Norm McDonald's on the road doing stand up. He loves it. He loves the craft. He, he continually tried to get better at it. Saget sees his best friend or one of his best friends die. I'm sure he's thinking, you know, I'm 65 years old. Uh, better not leave anything unchecked on the bucket list. So he, he books a stand-up tour. He kicks it off yesterday uh, or the day before in Jacksonville, Florida. Goes up on stage. It's typical when you go up on stage in these comedy clubs or even theaters, you do an hour. 
it's what you do. You go up, you do an hour. And you hear guys talk about all the time, I've got an hour. I've got a new hour I can I can put out. Um, Saget goes up there, two hours, doesn't realize the time's going by, absolutely has a blast on, on the stage. I'm sure doing a bunch of crowd work and stuff. Stays on stage for two hours, comes off stage, talks about how blown away he is, how much fun he has, and how much he loves uh, doing stand-up. Goes to his hotel room. Nobody ever hears from him again. They find him dead. No drugs, no foul play. Uh, just mm. dead bog, dead 65-year-old Bob Saget in a hotel room. Uh, devastating. I, I love Saget. He's so funny. Uh, such a contradiction who this guy was versus his image. Like his, he has yeah. this squeaky clean image because of the role he played on Full House. This is like one of the most filthiest individuals that's ever uh, stood in front of a microphone. Um, just a sick, perverted, twisted man, and uh, I loved it. Rest in peace, Bob Saget, 100%. Yep. Yeah, and fuck Uncle Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Alanis Morissette said. Alanis Morissette said, no, why couldn't it have been Dave Coulier? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. A very, um, uh, you know, Saget would have loved that joke. So mm-hmm. well done, Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Uh, anyway, clock ticking down. We got to jam in a couple of things here real quick before we get off the air. A uh, couple of minor things like the PCVR game of the year. Um, guys, we've already had the discussion. Demio, awesome. Sniper Elite, awesome. Now, now here's where we really had to consider Song in the Smoke because this is the version I played. I, I sunk about as much time into this game um, as I did any others. Um, but at the end of the day, it was a two, two horse race. First of all, Lone Echo two, probably not probably the Lone Echo two won more awards during the 2021 show than any other. So well done in so many different ways, whether it be production, whether it be immersiveness or storytelling, uh, Lone Echo two sets the bar in many, many categories for what's possible in VR this year. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, there's only one game that we, we what, spent 30, 40, 50, 100 hours in in a very, very short amount of time. And while it could be recency bias, certainly could be recency bias, and, you know, the more time goes on, the more I think that might be the case. At the end of the day, uh, we were all pretty uh, content with choosing after the fall as the PCBR game of the year. You know, all of those arguments that we made about it not being the quest game of the year, none of that really applies here. Well, we've been playing it on PC and it's absolutely beautiful and fun and addictive. And it wasn't going up against RE4. You know what I mean? And it, the, the PC VR version was the best version of this game and the most beautiful game. It's the, the version that if I have both to choose from i'm gonna to go to the other one every single time because it looks so good and like mash has so many hours in it like i mean i've got like 50 60 hours myself um and and that was i haven't played it for three or four weeks i mean that was three or four weeks ago um so that's a lot yeah yeah, yeah and i i i, I literally i legitimately completed lone echo 2 man and i was blown away by that game i really really enjoyed it i don't finish many games you know the same as you guys um, so I was, I was happy that I, I got a chance to, to finish it. 
and um and you know i voted for it for a lot of the the awards that it won but it just it couldn't beat after the fall there's no way yeah um honestly uh, though i'm sorry go ahead i was just gonna say onakazi's here i can't remember what game he won but go ahead with your uh uh onakazi i, I was going to say that honestly any of these games would have been a justifiable win like mm -hmm. in my opinion um these are the best games some of the best games we've ever played demio sniper elite song of the smoke lone echo 2 all amazing games but again at the end of the day um when you're talking about after the fall the quest version has some yeah buts the the the, the playstation vr version has some yeah buts the pc version is the definitive version of this game it's the best experience and um it's going to be the one we're playing a year from now. So one, this is going to be out of all these games, maybe Demio, mm -hmm. maybe Demio, but uh, after the fall is the one that we're most likely going to be playing next January. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Unikazi, you won uh, Larson Knots. So oh, congrats geez. on that, bro. Another good one. Another good one. Uh, anyway, uh, let's, oh, wait, whoa. Okay, so we have more giveaways here, huh? So we we have uh, six more winners to wow. announce. Um, first of all, Dash Dash World, which is a game that for some reason doesn't get enough respect. People on a daily basis on social media call out for uh, Mario Kart VR. This <laughs> is pretty damn close to Mario Kart VR. I mean, really all you're missing is Mario and those characters like, this legitimately, the, the quality level that they display here, it, it could be a Nintendo game, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It just needs paint. If you painted it with fucking Mario stuff, it would be it. I mean, that's how easy it would be for Nintendo to make this a Mario Kart game. Yep. Yep. 100%. Uh, Banana Man. Congratulations, Banana Man. Um, <laughs> you know, you're the winner of Dash Dash World. My mom. Oh, yeah. She loves Banana, Banana Man. <laughs> what you guys may not know is Banana Man is actually a character on Adventure Time. Really? So shout out Banana Man. Hell yeah, I did not know that. Got some bangers to give away, guys. First of all, Chris9989, congratulations, bro. You just won a banger. Hey, what did Chris9989 win? He won Swarm. Whoa. Only Swarm. Dude, so, that's, uh, congratulations. That's one of the best games. That, that's one of my favorite games of the year uh really i mean if we were if we were making these categories our favorites and we just picked our favorites for every category it would have been a two-game race probably on oculus quest between swarm and Crashland for me because those are the ones that really grabbed me the hardest and the ones i played on my quest the most right and uh speaking phenomenal. of uh I'm, I'm sorry go ahead phenomenal games yeah great absolutely great you know uh both games doing things that have yet to be done and kind of redefining their own genres. Um, Crashland especially, which we went on and on and on and on about through the whole 2021 show. Uh, we do have a copy to give away. Congratulations, Chi-Town D. Oh, Crashland. Dude, that's, uh, D's my favorite Chinatown girl, bro. Oh, I love Chinatown D. Where, where, <laughs> oh, she's my, yeah, she is. She's my favorite Chinatown person. Dude, I guarantee Congrats, D. you're going to love this, D. You're going to love it. <laughs> yeah, this is hardcore, D. This game, it is just a wave shooter, but it's not just a wave shooter. It's no. hardcore. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. 
I love Crashland. It's so good. Yep. Um, Shadowgate VR. What have we not said about this one? Just amazing. Um, on Oculus Quest, but ripped as well. It's cross by. You can play it either way. Andrew Kiros, oh. congratulations on uh, on winning Shadowgate. Amazing. He was, just, he was just in chat too. He was like, oh, I didn't win anything. Yeah, Damn, you won something, man, dude. That's why you this always is, win. This is one of the best <laughs> games. One of the best games in VR, in my opinion. Andrew Kiros is proof positive, guys. Like people say that you shouldn't do uh, giveaways to gain subscribers because they don't stick. We picked up Andrew Kiros, I think, because of the. Either the 2019 show or the 2020 show, he Andrew Kiros came around, as I recall, uh, because of a giveaway. And here we are all this time later. Here's Andrew Kiros, still part of the community, still hanging out in the chat. So uh, while it is true that some people are going to fall off, uh, we haven't seen it yet. Like our numbers bounce big time. We put on 100, 150 subs for the 2021 show, and uh, they haven't, it hasn't went down one. Just growing, still growing still growing now so um thanks for everyone who subscribed thanks to all the new viewers and um welcome you're you're gonna dig what we've got in store for you this year hell yeah uh yeah, two more games absolutely Sorry. um chai town d she she said she wants she wanted me to play her soundbite <laughs> there you go there you go d there you go I think it cuts out though. I don't think I didn't hear it. You didn't hear it? There's Nye behind. You won a game, Nye behind. I don't know if you were around for it, but you uh, you won yeah. something a few minutes ago. Oh, and Todd's uh, here. Contractors. Too. Contractors. What's up, Todd? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's up, Todd? Hey, yeah. Man. Uh, good to see you're not frozen solid. Nice, nice to <laughs> know that you're okay. Did you guys see that Todd mistakenly shaved off his fucking beard? I saw. I did see. <laughs> He like the like last picture, the last picture I saw of Todd's beard, it had ice all in it. And then yeah. the next time I see him, he has no beard. That's yeah. weird. Also, it froze off. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Froze. Yeah, and cracked off. <laughs> anyway, um, two more games. Uh, Sweet Surrender, awesome um, roguelike shooter game. Damn, Morgan. Jim. Stealthy Living. Congratulations uh, for winning Sweet Surrender. Nice. And then um, our last winner, Leah Mick. Leah Mick is the winner of Against Early Access Rhythm Game on Steam. Uh, awesome by all accounts. So congratulations, Leah Mick, on that <laughs> one. Winners, please send me a direct message on Discord, and I will get back to you tomorrow with your game game. <laughs> Onakazi wants to know how you accidentally shave your... Now, okay, Onikaze, if you said that that Roots accidentally shaved his beard off, it would be, there'd be no, you'd be like, I don't understand. Um, I understand exactly how it happened to Todd because it's happened to me before. Um, you just have the wrong attachment on there and you just kind of, you start to go with it. And then by the time you realize it, you've shaved too much on one side. You're fucked. And you have to even it out and now you're screwed. So. Mm. What would you do if you shaved off your beard by mistake, Ruth? Would you even come on? Would you be able to come on the show? I don't know what like, I would do. Okay, this is the thing. It. It's the number one thing that I, I didn't know I needed in, in 2021 that I, I, I found. And so I, I, I would honestly, I've had dreams where I woke up and for whatever reason I had to cut it off and it was almost a nightmare. So I apparently I like it. I don't know. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
it's 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 your it's you now though you know what i mean it's you you can't you can't be roots without it that's me yeah i still think you need to do the um the double braid right Mm. like uh gimli or uh uh what's his name uh split it i can't remember the guy's name yeah yeah there you go yeah i can do all sorts of stuff Ah. Let's do it. Text Havoc. No, you did not win anything, unfortunately. Um, sorry. No. Next time. Next time. Next time. Not yeah, that long. Sure. Just a year. Oprah. Right? Oprah's no, back. Right? She'll be happy for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, with that said, we are running out of time, folks, but we do have one more award that we have to name before we hit the credits, <laughs> and that is the overall VR game of the year and um again i mean almost impossible to pick an award like this there's so many good games on so many different platforms what's the criteria what are we judging on really the criteria decides the winner in a case like this and uh you know obviously we start off with what roots is showing here the the psvr game of the year uh not only in our community but uh, you know in, in on psvr without parole as well Kudos to those guys for not just, you know, making it their favorite game. Uh, Hitman 3, I think, is pretty much undisputable, undisputably the PSVR game of the year uh, because the people so overwhelmingly chose it, not only in our polls, but their poll as well. Um, this game is still, I mean, just the way this game looks in that old, old hardware mm. is a miracle to me. Like, it is so beautiful. Not only that, but how many trip? I mean, how many actual AAA games do are there in VR? We take for granted all these mods we are in PlayStation VR. All these mods we have bringing all these different games, all these AAA games. This was like the one of the first full fledged legit AAA. You can't have it anywhere else, and they blew it away. And it, like you said, the environments, the gameplay, everything is the depth of it um, is amazing, and uh, definitely is is amazing game. Yeah, could be the 2022 PC game of the year. Wow, that's 100% def- it could. Absolutely. I can't, can't wait to play it. it. Oh, my God. I, in fact, I would consider that likely. I mean, that's knowing what this game is and knowing what's about to happen to it, like, I, it's hard for me to envision anything coming out on PC this year that's going to surpass this. And the fact, the fact that this one PSVR game of the year, having come out in early January right. and being the farthest thing from recency bias. Like if this game had come out in October and November, there probably wouldn't have even been a debate at all with what the game of the year for PSVR should have been. But the fact that this game stood up a year later and people are still excited about it now, um, I think is a testament just how good this game actually is. Absolutely. Uh, Nibblehine wants to know, so there's no hashtag the room giveaway today? Um, I don't think I don't think so. I don't maybe. Maybe if you stick around long enough at the end of the credits, at the end of the outro, maybe there'll be a surprise oh. room VR game giveaway. Just uh, just keep waiting. Oh, we're gonna. Uh, how about no? Yeah. How about <laughs> no? Yeah, <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, yeah, no, no. Our friend Eric here just got back from Vegas. I bet he's a bit tapped. Uh, your copy of uh, the room VR went to the slots, bro. Sorry, yep. to, sorry to burst your bubble. One hundred percent. 
Uh, Demio, of course, you know, Resolution Games winning the um, the Studio of the Year award deservedly so. Much of that due to the success of Demio and the popularity of Demio. Um, obviously, a, a great game and certainly uh, deserving, you know, if we consider, you know, the fact that it what it did on PC versus what it did on uh, Quest, the fact that it's multi-platform play, you can play, play across the platforms. And, you know, I mean, on Quest not that visually different from what you see on pc beautiful on both uh really uh, uh something to be proud of for our friends over there at resolution games um definitely one of the best games of the year absolutely yep uh song in the smoke same thing from a from a rookie vr studio we get this game that's probably by far the best vr survival game i've ever played the best survival game i've ever played period um an amazing, amazing experience. Uh, no matter what platform you play it on, uh, this game is, is top notch. Uh, certainly deserves to be in the discussion. Not sure I would have said that three months ago, but uh, thankfully revisited this one and really got to see what the game was all about. It's not what it seems at first. We'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah, it's very deep, very deep game. That's really one of a kind absolutely absolutely yeah. it makes me this game makes me more excited for green hell vr which is coming from uh incubo this year yeah absolutely hmm. uh sniper elite uh you know what else could i say about this one i absolutely loved it um you know played through it willingly <laughs> you know uh went back to it time and time again and could pick it up right now from start to finish and i don't think it would be any less fun on the second run than it was the first time. Like after you play a few stages, you know what, what the game is like. It, it doesn't really change as you go along. Some of the, the layouts of the levels change, you know, um, the dynamic of indoor levels versus outdoor levels is a bit of a, a shift, but um, you know, once you play a few levels of this, you know what the game's going to be. And um, I, I think you could just keep playing over and over and over and over again. And I don't think it's going to lose any of the fun factor. Yeah. And I'm not shocked to hear that from you, Mr. Uh, number one on the last level in the world. Eric, I'm starting to think Wes thinks he's better than us. This man <laughs> legitimately thinks that he is better than us. And he's, he's, yeah, I think he's, <laughs> and he's probably right. I think he's right. And in, in, in a sniper elite world, he is absolutely better than us. Yeah, for sure. And that's Sands uh mr tass mini stock i haven't even tried the mini stock oh my god this, which i'm sure is going to be amazing uh if i want to switch over to uh automatic reloads of course number one in the world for every level Ooh, on right now i bet i could do it i bet you i bet money i could do it if i had uh like a week to put into it it's crazy expectation anyway i, I just love it like I, i'm it's a game like if you want to score high scores on it, you have to pay like attention to details and stuff and kind of put yourself in a position to make the longest shot under certain conditions with certain weapons. And like, you know me, I'm a little OCD with stuff like that. So like, I wasn't even trying, I wasn't playing for score, like not for the scoreboard. I was playing for score because I, I, I kind of like to see, you know, how many points I can score with a single shot, but it wasn't ever, the, the thought of the scoreboard never entered my mind when I was playing. It was all for my own amusement. Like, how high can I score? Anyway, 
Uh, Resident Evil 4. We already talked about the impact that this game had on the VR marketplace. Probably the most impactful release that we've seen to date uh, in terms of uh, adoption for VR. Um, and beyond that, it's the best version of a classic game. Like millions of people love this game. I don't think I've seen anyone play this game and and not say this is the best version of this game they've ever played. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then again, Lone Echo 2, um, setting the bar in so many different aspects of VR game design. Uh, really, the only thing that, that, that this game doesn't do the best is, you know, the gameplay loop. It's, it's obviously a bit of a fetch quest for much of the game. But in every other category, this is pretty much the best example that we have of every category in VR. It's, you know, it's great storytelling. It's great visually, great sound, very immersive hand interactions. I mean, just absolutely top of the line in every category uh, certainly would have been a deserving winner. Um, but at the end of the day, you guys already know, you guys already know what the VR game of the year is. It's the one that uh that, that we're going to continue to play throughout the entire next year after the fall after the fall um bringing people together in vr like no other game has done uh thus far and um again only going to get better with time right and this is the thing too um this is the one of the reasons why it won besides the fact that it's got the most amount of hours between us three out of any of the other games hands down in a time when we had to be doing other shit and we still came back to this game but it's it's on all three platforms and they all three platforms play together in a multiplayer facet in a game that this is the first that i know of of its kind um and it's just it's different it's a phenomenal and it, it definitely is deserving to me for a game of the year for sure yeah, it's the multiplayer for me, man. It's it's such a good game, but then the multiplayer, when you bring in, you know, you can go in there with four people and just have a blast doing it. You know, we we always ask for co-op. We want it. We ask for it. They gave it to us, man. They gave us everything we asked for in this game. And this, to me, was the best game I've played all year. It's still a game I want to go into and play right now. Um, and I don't see that I want to be playing it. We'll see when I get into the, to the mods, but uh, this is really all I want to play right now. You guys know that the, uh, you know, on a side note really quickly before we sign off, that the Swarm multiplayer is live and free, the beta. Really? What? I did not what? know that. It, it's because it is a, uh, it isn't an update. It's incognito right now on App Lab uh, under the name of a different game. Like it isn't called Swarm. It's, uh, it's called something else, which escapes me right now. But if you own Swarm and you go on App Lab and you install this, uh, this game, it's actually the multiplayer beta for Swarm. Oh, uh, nice. If you give me a half a second here, I'll, I'll look it up and tell you what it's called. All right, while you're looking it up, gonna... Onakazi says, in case we didn't mention it, Digital Foundry did a short 20 to 30 minute discussion on the PSVR 2 specs. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we did not mention and, and, that, but that is true, Onakazi. And predictably, they're blown away because called, they get it. Atmos Arena. Uh, at Masarina, that's correct. Yeah, see, we say we just go. give the chat long enough, they'll let us know, and Wes doesn't even have to look it up. That was nice. <laughs> I like it. Masarina, that, that 100% correct. At Masarina, available now to anyone, like anybody can install it, but I think you have to own Swarm for it to actually work. So, um, 
why check it out guys wolveraza says why why in the entire crap did they do it all that way i don't know wolveraza i was thinking <laughs> the same thing that's very bizarre uh but it's a good way to get a it's test, a way though. for them it's a way for them to test without um having to give out individual keys to to their whole discord there's hundreds of people in their discord and that's who they told this about they didn't put it out on social media or anything the reason i know is because i'm a member of their discord mm. okay and, um yeah, so cool. yeah, anybody who's interested in checking that out, uh, it's been live for about a week now, actually. So nice. Yeah. Uh, go on there and give it a look. Maybe we'll do some of that tomorrow. How about that? That's amazing. I, I love Hell jumping yeah. in there, uh, just flying around or swinging around, killing stuff, and now being able to do that with somebody else, just BSing. It's cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. Anyway, I think that's going to wrap up our show. Uh, after the fall, again, one more one more note on this being the, the VR game of the year. Um, it's so amazing as it stands today. But if we're being honest, I mean, this could be an early access title right now because it's going to get better. I mean, the PSVR integration is going to get better. The, uh, the, the multiplayer party system is going to improve. They're going to continue to add content, weapons, characters. A year from now, this game is going to be completely different than what it is right now. And it's already the game of the year as it stands um i think i think when you look at it in those terms uh, i think that it's a pretty easy choice for uh for what should be the the winner of that award absolutely i'm confused though uh hex tavik says pretty sure it's free for anyone which i'm not confused about that part but then he says and it's not the same base game it's now a racing thing oh i thought i saw yeah, a racing there... game i was like oh god how is this a racing game um i read it kind of is it's a it's all uh there's different modes but one of the modes is uh it's kind of like uh the the extra levels in jupiter grod mm. racing down oh. platforms and stuff yeah. um but yeah i think I, I you know i could be wrong but i think there's different levels different modes to it uh it's not all just that one that one kind or at least maybe this demo is but not like the full multiplayer mm. mode isn't just going to be like a racing thing so. yeah cool yeah yeah, just one last anyway. thing. Paul, too. I was, I was going to add to it that, uh, you know, do you guys think the same thing I do that this is probably going to be in a seasonal thing, like Pop One does with seasons, where you're you're going to have oh, like you know season one, sure. season two, you're going to have other shit that's going to change. You're going to have you know every holiday is going to have some Maybe. shit. That, yeah. Oh yeah. There's a million things I can do with this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that's the reason why they are a bit sparse uh, at launch. I think that they probably held back 20 percent of their content so that they could say here's season one uh probably as early as next month we, we could see that um cool. certainly no later than march but i i think that definitely that they want they want a, a structure like pop one where they have paid seasons and in order to establish paid seasons you got to have a free season or two right so i i think that uh that's what's in the short-term future for after the fall yep yeah sounds good to me Anyway, uh, with that said, friends, uh, lots of great content coming up. We are back on the horse officially, back to our twice a week uh, plus, I say twice a week, two podcasts a week. Also stream gameplay, typically on Tuesday night. Uh, Roots is active on Twitch. Uh, we've got Q2C live stream every Thursday, sometimes on Tuesdays as well. Uh, Q2C also doing a bunch of standalone videos, accessory reviews, uh, gameplay impressions. We pretty much have new content for you every day of the week. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that bell. 
Uh, make sure you're subscribed to Q2C, which is linked uh, down below. Uh, and we will be sure to fulfill all of your VR gaming content needs uh, throughout 2022 as we grow into the behemoth uh, that we are destined to become. So uh, again, thanks to everyone that hung out. Uh, be sure to join the Discord down below, which is where we all live and uh, and you know play together on a day in day out basis. Invitation below, and uh, shout out to all the patrons. It's been you know one of the unfortunate things about not being on the air for six weeks uh, on a regular basis is that maybe the patrons forget just how much we appreciate them. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We couldn't have uh, have put on the the monster fourteen hour uh epic podcast without support from uh people like you and not only that but the the massive overhaul and facelift mm. our channel got last year um it's all because of you guys and people like wolveraza with the three dollar donation that says happy new year uh we really appreciate it so again if you'd like to contribute there's a link to our patreon down below as well yeah absolutely Anyway, with that said, friends, be sure to tune in on Wednesday as we return uh, and we kick off Mod Month with our talk about Resident Evil 2 VR, the Horizon Zero Dawn mod, and I'm sure there's going to be plenty of more PSVR 2 talk jammed in the cracks there as well. Uh, with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots and Eric, I'm Wes. We'll see you in a couple days, probably tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to stream tomorrow. Bye now. Take it easy. See you later.